Hi, I'm Brad. And I'm Mandy. And this is... Tribe Time. Here, you're going to hear about marriage, faith, and family with a whole lot of fun and realness. And we hope that if you have a tribe of your own, that's awesome. But if you're looking to join one, we'd love for you to join ours. So welcome to... to Tribe Time. Well, hello. Well, hello. Good evening. Good evening to you. Or morning or... Afternoon, afternoon or, or midday. Doing. I loved it because I got tagged in some boring tasks. Oh, you did? Yeah. Yeah. People were listening as they were doing dishes and laundry. I loved it. It was such a good like, yay. Perfect. Because that's exactly our goal. Yeah. On your way to work, drink a cup of coffee, give us a quick listen. Although last week was a little bit long. Yeah. But hope you have, enjoyed it. I also did have a comment where someone said, I love it because you guys' episodes are perfect enough uh, for me to leave the house and get to work, and it's great. So Yeah, that one you probably had to do the drive home, too. So we'll yeah. see how tonight goes. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, ready? welcome to episode four. Five. Five. This is number five. Number we did a five. full month. Yeah. It's awesome. January. This January. Is the, no, tomorrow's the last day of January. Right. So we we did it. We did it. From New Year's. Can you believe it's still just January? Well, at this point, it's January. Right. We're, we're recording this. Right. But, but when like, you're listening to it, hopefully it, you're listening to it t- on January, yeah. but maybe not. It's just been like the longest year already. <laughs> it is. It's been a month. Um, so. For those of you guys who don't follow us on social media, Mandy Winkle, Brad Winkle, follow us. Um, or A Winkle Tribe on YouTube and TikTok for me. Yeah. It's A Winkle Tribe. But anyway, I had COVID. You did. I had she COVID. She did. She got it. She, she got the vids. Two years of being Teflon, it caught up to me. I finally got COVID. So it has been a long quarantine. Today was the first day I've been able to be around people. Yes. So I'm pumped. This little introvert was like, I need to extrovert. Yes. The, I miss people. Yeah. And that's the, the we might talk about that at some point. Yeah. Like just the different personalities that we have and uh, just the way we um we recharge and we reset yeah. and all that good stuff. Yeah, so, my yeah. introvertness was fully recharged, overabundance. I had a surplus. I was ready to hug people. Like you I was came ready into- <laughs> to spend some change in your pocket. I needed it. So it was very good. But so last week we talked about my faith journey yes. in 2021 since we're still newly in this new year. Yeah. Um, and tonight we're going to talk about your faith journey. So, okay. Well, mine was... Semi-practical, yours has been very um, deep and a little bit longer than the year. You kind of started when you were 40. Mm-hmm. And that's also why I'm kind of starting mine is because I'm about to turn 40. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm, you know, a little bit younger than you. Just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but you have been going down a path of figuring out different triggers of yours that yeah. tend to be self-destructive and trying to change those. So... Let's just go for it. How? What are some of the triggers? What are some of the things that you struggle with? Well, I think some of that, too, is like, well, you just asked the secondary question to it. So it's kind of like the backup. So like some of the things that I have struggled with for a while is a lot of self-doubt. Yeah. Um, Walking through, like, I think there's been a lot of great ideas and dreams that have been placed inside my heart and my mind. Yeah. um, That over the years, there's been a lot of like, Oh, but can I really do it? Can I make that happen? And so there's just been a lot of like, I wish I'd have started earlier. I wish I'd done it earlier. Yeah. Um, because there was a lot of doubt in my, and in, in really like just a lack of some confidence. And so, which I think is interesting because if 
people look at me. Right. And people see me from the outside. Like, I'm pretty confident. Yeah. But, like, there is a lot of, like, second guessing on the back end. Yeah. Um, And typically, like, if you have a conversation with me or you have just this, like, you see me from afar. And that's one of the things that's always been, like, we've watched you from afar. You seem very, very, like sure of yourself and confident and you're bold yeah well it's just because i'm loud yeah um and i'm like very i mean even right now i'm using my hands uh, <laughs> um but like i i just accentuate things pretty pretty well you um, have a larger personality yeah mm-hmm. yeah and that's nothing to be like ashamed about no. or nothing to like stand back like oh i gotta tone it down although there has been times where i have done it yeah and i think in coming into 40 um i just realized like there's some things inside of me i.e. podcast that um that needed to give birth and i was always afraid of them yeah um because of like i i never wanted to be cocky but i wanted to be confident and it always came across as cocky um i in your head it did yes yeah but to people close to me it came across as um uncertainty Mm -hmm. at, at times and so like people that really like you seem like you you step forward then you step back you step forward you step back and yeah. so it's just been a lot of process of like man what what really is it that God has called me to do and then stepping into that and so I think there's a lot of uncertainty in inside of Brad's brain yeah um so yeah I feel like that's I've, been the biggest one I've had a front seat to that and because even through dating and marriage like you you are kind of that mouthpiece for both of us. Yeah. Like, and you can go into situations. Like, I've watched you haggle people and make friends. I've watched you, like, almost be in fights with people and then talk them down. Like, your personality is so, um, like, out, not out there. I don't know how to, like. More bold, more, yeah. like, extra. It's really like extrovert. Like, right. Where it's like, I feel like you're not afraid of anything. So then in the private moments of us talking about dreams and stuff, to hear you hesitate has always been a shock for me, too. Mm. So then it was like, and then I feel like we kind of spur each other on. So you've beaten some of those, but some of those you really just, like, know. Yeah. So now yeah. I'll ask my question again. What's okay. your trigger? Like, what do you think it is? Is it failure? Is it... Um, uncertainty of your knowledge like yeah so there's there's a couple things that really trigger me personally um one is not really uncertainty of my knowledge but more of like um i battle with perfection Mm. and so like if it's not perfect i don't want to do it and so that's where a lot of questions come in Mm -hmm. um into play like i battle with that internally a lot um and then there is like if you know my story at all like I struggled in high school mm-hmm. um, and not because I wasn't a good student. It was an application. Mm. It wasn't skill. It was will. Yeah. Um, and so like I had a tough time graduating high school. Um, if you don't know this, that Mandy helped me graduate. My mom helped me graduate. <laughs> um, and some grace and mercy from principals that knew my family uh, from an adult continuation school helped me graduate high school. And so he um, had to do like, um, I don't know, like. 15 credits the week of graduation and so we had to do packets and so each packet was a credit right so like i took on like five credits his mom took on five credits and then he did it and we all like wrote him notes so he could take the test well. <laughs> yeah and then yeah, yeah it was yeah. crazy and then one teacher almost caught me and was like this is similar but it's not really your handwriting 
what's going on? And I was like, well, no, I just write differently at different times. So anyways. And I do think you're, um, you have a ton of common sense and street sense and like that kind of thing where like the book just seemed boring to you. Like, yeah. I remember telling someone in one of our the jobs that you had who wanted you to stay in an office. I'm like, you're caging a tiger. Like, yeah. you're not going to get the best out of him if you keep him in a box. Let him go. Yeah. And um, so I feel like that's partly how school yeah. was for you too. So perfection was is a trigger. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is a fil- fear of failure. There is this fear of like um, not doing it um, to the fullness. Yeah. Um, and then like some of it too is like, I don't want to disappoint people. Mm. Like, cause I know that people around me, um, have big dreams for me too. Uh, I think there's people that in my life, um, all throughout is like, there's been dreams and, and hopes for my life. Um, that because I didn't feel like I can live up to their expectation, I just didn't do it. Do you feel like, so again, some of you are brand new to us. Go listen to the previous podcast to get a little bit more, but I'll do a little bit. So Brad's dad was a huge dreamer. Yeah. Huge visionary. Like that was absolutely a gifting of the Lord. But he didn't necessarily have the resources or the people around him to fuel those dreams. Like he was the spark. He needs someone to be the gasoline. And I don't feel like that always happened. Do you feel like watching that as a boy, like you were like, Okay, so it might be bad to dream because then it doesn't happen. Um, I, no, because there is. That's like a catch twenty two. Because yes, there is like part of me is like, you know, there, there, there's going to be people in your life that always just say, "Hey, oh, you're never going to be able to do that." Yeah, you're always not fulfilling things. You're not going. And so, like, part of that to me was like looking at it from that from the side not really from the outside from the side of watching my dad dream Mm -hmm. um was like man he's got such great ideas like i think about my dad and i think about the ideas that he had and i actually like for those you don't know my dad coached softball yeah and he had some brilliant ideas that he kind of fabricated in some like weird way because you know he worked at a metal shop and did some stuff uh a couple times and so it was like Dad, that looks so stupid. But it's like, but it works. Just watch. And then to actually watch that thing hit the market. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what the crap? Like, it hit the market sorry, through someone else. Through someone else. Yeah. Like somebody else did it. Um, one of the ideas that I had never seen before, and I've, I've been around, I was around softball my entire life. Yeah. My dad built this hitting machine that came together. Like you, it it had a, a two plates and the plates held it together on the fence. Mm. You can see that hitting device now. And I'm like... He my, thought of that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so just, you know, uh, I mean, maybe he saw it somewhere else or someone else was doing it, whatever. But like, just that that yeah. part of it and just to, to watch him like have dreams and like kind of go through some things and step into it like almost like 50% and then he would, he would stop. And I'm like, man, I don't want to be that way. So instead of me... Like, even starting, I just not start. Does that what make you, sense? Yeah, but what do you think was the thing that frustrated you enough to invoke change? What was the thing that you're like, okay, I've done this long enough? Um, I think there was part of me that's like, I felt like, I felt like a failure. Mm-hmm. Um, although I had some, like, really good, I mean, obviously we have five kids and, the right. great, you know, our marriage is good. You know, it's like, there's some good things, but I just felt like, Man, I wasn't living 
life to the fullest, Mm -hmm. then I think that I had to really do an internal search Mm. of like, why aren't you? Because it wasn't like other people were imposing things on me to cause me that way. It was all the mindset of myself. Yeah. Like other people, and it's been this way, you know, my pretty much my entire life that I can remember People always just would say, there's something special about you. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, yeah, whatever, whatever, whatever. What do you want from me? (laughs) What do you want me to do for you? Yeah. You know, what's this? And so it's like that whole mindset of that. And then just realizing, like, there's enough people in your life saying the same thing. Would you just believe it? Mm, That's good. And so it's like, man, all right, I don't, I didn't want to spend the next 40 years living in a phrase of like, if only. Yeah. And started to want to be like, what if? Yeah. What if I stepped mm-hmm. into this? Mm-hmm. You know, what if I fail? What if it doesn't happen the way that that I think it should? Everything, I don't want to look back and go, well, if I'd only done that. Yeah. So. That's good. Yeah. So what steps do you think you took first? Or what was like your initial? Like one of the things that was initially like I had... I honestly had to get into a point in a life in a place in my life where I was like, all right, if nobody if nobody else was happy with me on this side of eternity. Yeah. My wife loves me and my kids think I'm cool sometimes. <laughs> uh, and like that was the like the that was it. Like if nobody else mattered at this point, nobody else matters, but my wife loves me and my kids think I'm cool and they want to be around us. So if I would just begin to step into the dreams, then maybe they would it would create a platform for them to dream too. Mm. Because I think that they they watched some of me, our older two, watched some of like some of my insecurities step rubbed off on them, mm. and I was like, I don't want this thing to be generational um, from me starting with me to my kids. Yeah, and so I didn't want to start something that I felt like I they had to break. So I was like, let me break it so they can see it broken. So they can, if it started, they can demolish it and learn from that. Right. So that was kind of the, what are some practicals? Like, what if someone listening to this is like, dude, you're speaking to me. Yeah, I think some of the things like that I had to do was actually write some things that I wanted to do out. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that I really, really like struggled with was something that I was always speaking over my life. It was like, I'm not a good reader. Mm-hmm. Therefore, like, I just don't do it. Yeah. So I had to put a goal in place. Like, I had to say, okay, like, you're a, you're a good reader. Mm-hmm. You, our kids have picked up after you, which is great. Not um, enough. <laughs> but, like, and I'm a good reader, too, at my pace. Yeah. And so I had to go, okay, what are some things that I can do, like, to write down a goal that I can achieve that would give me a win. Yeah. Like, okay, so if I wanted to read uh, a book, okay, how many books do I want to read this year? Mm-hmm. And my ambitious side would say, I want to read 52 because I'm going to read one a, one a week. and <laughs> Like, not going to happen. <laughs> okay, so that's the first thing. Like, yeah. don't write a goal that is so ambitious that you're going to, you're going to fail out the gate. So yeah, I was like, give okay. Give yourself a win. Right. So mm-hmm. I was like, okay, how many books How many books can I read? Well, I can read one a month. I can do that. Yeah. Okay, cut it in half. Okay. okay. So I want to read six books this month, this year. This year, yeah. So, okay, I can read one a month, but 
Like if I didn't finish the book in a month, then I just stop. So, okay, now give myself a longer runway. Okay. So that would be something that like I, I had to do. And when I set the goal for, you know, 12, I cut it back to six and I achieved it, which thank God for audible because that helps <laughs> like find things yeah. that help you achieve your goals. Like, well, that's cheating. You didn't read a book. Uh-huh. No, but I spent the time listening and it wasn't really like reading the book. It was, it was a goal that I set to gain knowledge without knowing it. Right. Yeah. I've just saw recently that Audible counts as reading a book. Yeah. Yeah. Because it was like, <laughs> to me, like with my schedule and what was going on for me, that was still a stretch. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I had to use that to do that. So make goals that are really like going to give you a longer runway mm-hmm. for a win. Like, well, that's not, I want, I already read six. Well, great. Then add, maybe if you can't add a full another six, maybe add four. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. yeah, or just however that number looks for you. Make a goal, like when you're struggling with this, make a goal that is achievable mm-hmm. and will give you a win. How would you say your faith played into this? Um, some of it was like stepping into a new season. Like um, I, I live my life like really... Um, Okay, so in biblical time, in biblical like history, you find that a man didn't become a, a man until he was the age of thirty. So like, I look forward to thirty because mm-hmm. I was like, man, that's when it's all gonna happen. Like that's when it's gonna start. Well, it didn't. Yeah. And so like, from thirty to forty was kind of some rough years. Mm-hmm. Like there were some years of like, oh man, like I didn't do it, and I didn't do this, I didn't do that. I should have started earlier, man. I'm way behind the eight ball. I should. And so for us, like I stepped into forty. Um, and then 41 going, it didn't happen then, but it can happen now. Right. Um, and so for me, like I really had to take Brad out of the picture and put Jesus at the center of it. So it wasn't a Brad dream, but it was a God dream for Brad. Yeah. And I think that's so important. Like, you know, we read, you know, in scripture in Ephesians three, where it talks about, he's able to do exceedingly abundantly more like but we put limits on God. Mm-hmm. And I think that, like, for me, like, I put my dreams in front of God's dreams for me, for Brad. Yeah. And so, like, some of the stuff is like, well, it didn't happen, so forget about it. Right. Well, it's a process. And, and God yeah. is trying to take you through a process, and Brad wanted it to be perfect. Yeah. And that's the difference, where God is always taking us through a process to grow us and to trust him more. Mm-hmm. Where we're looking at the moments of like, well, I want it done now. And so I really had to back up and take that step. And I think that's the biggest thing. Um, that's the number one um, topic I have in the list that I wrote down right. when I wanted to start. Was like this idea and this concept of God is interested in progress and man is interested in perfection. Yeah, But there's no way that man can be perfect because there's only one that was perfect and his name's Jesus. So we only experience perfection on the other side of eternity. Mm. Um, and so like, I think that that was really the thing that started the click in my head. Like God's interest is in my progress. So let's talk to the perfectionist listening perfection or excellent. Wait, wait. <laughs> let me word this better. There's a difference between wanting perfection and doing something with excellence. Yeah. Would you agree? Or- yes, I agree. 
Um, and I think that's where like my mind has shifted where um, I, I give it a hundred percent. Yeah. I do things to the best of my ability, but I think a perfection, a perfectionist is also worried on the outcome mm-hmm. where if we are, we're focused on excellence, like we're doing everything to the best of our ability and we're leaving the outcome up to God. That's good. Yeah. And so like, that was like, that's actually, you know, one of the ploys of the enemy to keep you bound and restricted is because if he can get you focused on the outcome and as a perfectionist, then he can keep you bound because he knows that he's not going to, you're not going to begin the process because you're more focused on what it, the outcome is versus like God has taken me through this and the outcome is really up to him. So he so. could keep you from the whole thing he could stop you before you even start yeah if you focus that way yeah so good yeah there's one more thing and i think we have time but you definitely worked through um so your tendency prior to this last couple years has been to really um negative self-talk i don't know how else to say it like (laughs) it would be just your knee-jerk reaction to think people were thinking bad of you or like they could have said nothing but it was like a look on their face and your mind yeah. would unravel <laughs> this whole scenario. I would make up their story for them. Yeah. Or as like they looked at me. Somebody would say somebody would be having like me would be having an off date in myself and you would take it internally. Yeah. And you've battled through some of that too. Yeah. So beyond just the perfectionism kind of stepping how has that Ooh. Yeah. So some of the uh things that I've walked through is this idea and this mm-hmm. mindset of like <laughs> when you are saying something, I'm actually trying to read into it yeah. and make it about me. Like you're really talking about uh, an idea or a concept or a situation and you're actually referring to me. And so like that's been something that I've struggled with. Yeah. And 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 not just saying like it's not you, it was people. Everyone. Everyone. They had not, it, I didn't care if I met you for two minutes. I'm always trying to analyze what you're saying. What's your and angle? Yeah. What are you your, trying? What are you yeah. trying to do? What's going on here? And so one of the things that I really had to uh, walk through, and I think one of the, I think it was, I believe it was you that had told me like, mm-hmm. not everything's about you. <laughs> yeah. And in it was like most loving wife moment. Like it bro. was not a loving. It was actually in the middle of a fight. But it like, was loving. It was out of- it was in the middle of an argument where it was like, I love you, but not every thought is about you. I think And I was that- like, wait, <laughs> what? I, I think I said like, dude, how important do you think you are that everyone is thinking about you 24-7? Yes. That's exactly <laughs> what you said to me. And it was just like this, like kind of a light bulb that went off. It was like, wait a minute. <laughs> That's how I filter my life. Yeah. That everybody thinks of me. Every Facebook post was about Brad. Yes. Every- and it was like, <laughs> what in the world is going on? And that is actually a massive, massive, massive sign of insecurity. Yeah. And so is. it's like that you are, you know, thinking that everyone's pointing to you and you're thinking. So it was like, wait a minute. Like I had to realize that. You had your own thoughts about you or about something else. Mm-hmm. Somebody else had their own thoughts about them or something else. And if they had something to say to me, to say about me or say um, for me to to walk through, 
um, then they needed to say it to me. And I had to actually begin to filter conversations totally different. It's not about you. Right. And I saw you. This was something I really respect about you is you're great at having confrontational conversations, (laughs) (laughs) but not in a bad way. Like tough conversations. Yeah. Like you don't shy away from them. So I watched you this year as you were having those thoughts of like, wait a minute. They, they were thinking this about me, like, going, stopping yourself and be like, no. Okay, I'm going to ask them. Yeah. Were, were you thinking that about me? Yeah. And then mining for the truth instead yeah. of just living in your assumption. And I think that's the difference. Like, that, that's their, like, living in an assumption always led me down a, a bad path. Mm-hmm. Instead of, like, you know what? I'm not going to live this way anymore. I'm actually going to have a conversation. And so some of, like, we talked about a minute ago, like, some of people would see me and see like just the boldness and like the big personality, but like, and they were, they felt like I was attacking them where I'm just really trying to seek clarity. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't want to assume the worst of you always. Right. And I want to get clarity on what you said. Um, and how does that pertain to me? Oh, you didn't mean nothing by that. Oh, you <laughs> weren't right. even thinking about me. Like, wait a minute. Okay. And actually I just had this, you know, a couple weeks ago as you know, we're talking about this. I actually had to go back to somebody and was like, Hey, you said this to me. Help me understand what you said. Yeah. Here's what I heard in the moment. And here's, here's the catch. Here's what I heard in the moment. And this typically happens to me. Um, if you're, you know, listening, this might happen to you. I hope this helps. Here's what happened in the moment. Here's what I heard. I walked away, and the enemy knows exactly how to play with my mind. Right. And so he actually began to twist the words just like he did with Jesus yep. on Mount Sinai. Like, okay, this is, this is not Mount Sinai, but in, <laughs> on the mount, in the desert, in the wilderness, when he tempts in the when enemy tempts uh, Jesus. So, yeah. like, twisting the scripture. Like, this is what was said. This is what I heard. I went away, and this is actually what I began to process. This is what I heard in the beginning. This is what I felt afterwards. They're two different things. Help me line them up. Yeah. And so just like that, that process and that opportunity to step in and be like, if you had that negative thought, am I big enough or am I strong enough to go, okay, I'm sorry you feel that way. Yeah. One or two is like, oh, I really just misheard it. Right. And so, and, like, m- my bad. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and sorry. I, I think, too, one thing I've seen you really work on, too, is just assuming the best in people or, like, trying to assume the best, like, because it yeah. would be assuming the worst before, and now it's like, okay, I'm going to... Give the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Like, because it's like, man, we live in such a negative world yeah. where this is, excuse me, so so easy, easy to, to step into. We're like, ah... Uh, you know, well, this is what they meant. This is what they said. Like, the twisted Screw world of all. words. Cancel them. Yeah, yeah, cancel culture, right? And so, like, but, I mean, that's a little bit over, but we're on to <laughs> the next thing. Yeah. Uh, but, like, this idea and this this mindset of, like, you mean good. Yeah. You mean good first. Mm-hmm. Until you prove you don't. Mm-hmm. But don't assume that they they don't mean good out the gate. So yeah, and if they don't mean good, your relationship with the Lord is still secure. Yeah, you're still secure in who you are. And I think that's the other thing, like leading into these last uh, year, eighteen months of my life. It's like you know what, like at the end of the day, all I want to hear is well done, good, good and faithful servant. That's mm-hmm. what I want to hear. 
So if the Lord is pleased pleased with me, that's my first priority. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna slow down because I'm like getting going here. And you're scratching his pillow. Oh here. yeah. So one like one sounds like a fart just a minute ago. That yeah. was him on the pillow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the first thing is this is like, is God pleased with me? Right. The second thing is like, if you're married, which I am, like, is my spouse okay? Are we are we okay? Yeah. And then like my kids, like I want my kids to respect and honor uh, the decisions or the things that I'm doing. So those three things, at the end of the day, if those three things are yes, nothing else really matters. Right. Totally. So, Any last thoughts or what would you want someone listening to this to take away? I think it, that, like, the thing that I went to, like, I walked, talked through a lot of stuff, and I think I just gave you the last, the last thing I just said is the biggest nugget. Okay. Like, that's the biggest thing that, like, one, our relationship with the Lord is the most important thing. Yeah. Uh, and if he's pleased with you, keep moving forward. Yeah. Um, two, like if you're married or anything you know, like that, like if your spouse, that's that's secondary, which is hard for our today's culture. Yeah. Like, well, my marriage is first. No, no. Your relationship with the father is first. Yeah. Two, your, your spouse. Uh, three, like if you have kids, like that's like if they're, if you're doing things to make, um, not them happy, but it's like. You're leaving a life that will build a legacy for them. Yeah, you're building good humans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so those three things, like that's the biggest thing. Like, and that actually goes through every step of what we talked about tonight. Right. All three areas, like perfectionist. Um, like, man, like, is God happy with this? Like, that's the first question you ask yourself. And when we strive for perfection, it doesn't please the father because our trust is not found in him it's found in yourself yeah and you're trying to to kind of take his place a little bit yeah Yeah. it's like i am the author right right no no wait what my head (laughs) i just shook my head sorry um so yeah i think those that's the biggest nugget like if god is pleased with you if your spouse is pleased with you your kids are happy with you keep moving forward yeah uh i just heard a quote uh from one of I don't even know which president it was, but it was one of our presidents. And uh, they asked him, like, how do you feel about your your presidency? What what was your biggest takeaway? And he's like, hey, I made the best choices to the best of my ability, number one. And number two, my wife and kids love me. Done deal. I'm done. So I think that's, like, don't put so much stock in other things. Yeah. When keep the main thing the main thing. And I think achievements need to have internal, eternal impact. Measurements, yeah. yeah. Like and what would living your life with eternity at the forefront of your mind? If this conversation or this thing in, you know, a year from now you're going to forget, let it go now. Yeah, yeah, I mean. But the relationship, if you're going to regret not pursuing that relationship and fixing it a year from yeah. now. Then pursue that. Yeah, I mean, I even, I mean, this is going to go a little bit longer, but. Darn it, uh, sorry. Yeah, sorry, guys. Um, I actually had an opportunity to do that this week as well. Mm-hmm. Like, I have a friend, a dear friend of mine, a mentor, a leader in our lives for years that I was like, you know what? Enough's enough. Yeah. I'm done. I'm done living this life in, in a question of like, well, where do we stand? What's going on? What's happening? And I just called him. Yeah. And it was, like, at the moment where I was, like, dude, I got 45 minutes to talk to you right now. <laughs> and I was, like, wow. Perfect. And for this person to say I got 45, like, not, like, I knew the timeline because I knew what he was doing. He told me where he was at and where he was going. 
So I knew what exactly how long it was. And I'm like, well, let's talk. I feel like that was the master's thesis of what you've been learning, though. So I think this is okay that this is going over because it was you had had an offense. You had assumed the worst prior to this evolution of your yeah. thought process. You had done all those things and kind of like wrote off the relationship in that season of um, brokenness. Yeah. And as you're breaking the chains and coming to the realization of like, wait a minute, I was wrong. Yeah. Yeah. And two, like I've had <laughs> in this week more conversations with this individual uh, than I had in the past five years. Yeah. Which is like, wait, what? Yeah. More text messages, more phone calls, longer phone calls, like and like restoring. Not, yeah, and yeah. not so much like some of them's been me reaching out, but it's been Mutual. reciprocated. Mm-hmm. Like it's been brought back to me like, hey, I just thought of this. What do you think? You know, mm-hmm. and I'm like, whoa, okay. Which yeah. is a really, really, really great feeling. Yeah. Um, insight to watch restoration happen, even though we're in two different cities. Like, but just to watch it happen and watch what God's doing yeah. um, with my heart yeah. in this relationship. And, you know, the other individual, here's the thing. When you walk in this mm-hmm. um, of like this, um, what did you just call it? What type of mindset of, of offense? <laughs> Sorry. I know where I'm going. I just don't yeah, care. Yeah, yeah. Like of offense, like the mindset of offense, it actually causes you to look at the other person like they're wrong. Mm. And as we started talking and just conversating about what was going on and what's happening and just talk dialogue and getting some advice. And he had made a statement. He's like, bro, we squashed this two years ago. Mm-hmm. Like we talked about this two years ago. Yeah. What are we doing? And I yeah. was like, dang it you're right what are we doing and so it's just a great like i was hanging on to something and he was like it was squat it was was over yeah yeah Yeah. and so i think that's in that's another point of the enemy so anyways yeah yeah. no well i just i wanted to do this podcast because i've been proud of you and i have seen growth and change and i know a lot of people especially now we have become a culture of offense yeah and i feel like it is um imperative that we learn Offense is paralyzing. It is. It is. In all aspects. Your dreams get paralyzed. Mm -hmm. Your Mm -hmm. relationships get paralyzed. You start isolating because everybody is against you. Yeah. And that is where the enemy has the most power is when we're isolated. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it was good. I've been proud of you. Thank you. I love it. I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. This one was longer than another one. So uh, hopefully we can get them back into a time frame that is meaningless tasks for you people (laughs) Uh, but uh, i hope that you enjoyed it and just some of the things that i've bumped my head against once again hope that it helps you and walks you through um some freedom in your life i think that's the ultimate goal is to live your life in freedom uh freedom in christ and um yeah yeah tag us on socials if you're listening to this doing a meaningless task share this with somebody let's keep growing this it's been so amazing the feedback we're getting and the growth we're seeing be careful of the share because they might think that you're saying no i'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> they might assume the worst they might assume the worst in, in your share no no, no. yeah they can grow fine. like just use it as a tool it's okay thanks <laughs> guys right, we love you love we you. appreciate you thanks for all your great feedback uh give us a great if you're enjoying this yeah review give it. us a review on we are only on apple Podcasts at this point for now um and so we just give us a great review yeah. i share with a friend we love you guys hope you have a great week talk to you soon bye, bye.